It might seem like a boring and possibly procrastinating because, oh my God, I'll get to that, I'll get to that. If you attend to that kind of a basic functionality task, that means you will attend to other important tasks like checking your- what, Can I stop nudging me and let me finish my sentence? Kind of rambling on here. I wanted to get in there. <laughs> okay. Welcome to this week's Simple Sense for Small Business. Hello. Hello. We are going to be talking about a few things every business owner should know. So you're going to want to hang out because if you can't do what we're about to talk about, you need to listen to this. The key word is vital. I think that's the takeaway right here. So we could end the podcast now. Say everything we need to say. It's all about vital. Yeah, except we didn't actually tell them what is vital. Let's get into it. Vital business documents. Let's just give some background to our EIDL Consulting YouTube channel. Basically, you mean anybody that doesn't know who the heck we are. Who are these idiots talking about vital <laughs> business documents? documents? What topic is that anyway? And these documents are where you should be able to get them in a moment's notice. Hmm. However your filing system is, you should be able to know where they are and grab them for whatever reason. To be clear, when Linda says a moment's notice, she means 15 minutes, which is not quite as short as a moment but could be. But it's longer than I better call some office or someone who helped me with getting these documents. Or so, my CPA is not returning my phone call for four days. Right. Or my insurance broker doesn't know who went, I am. Went salmon fishing in Alaska. The background is we have been for 15, 16 months or so intimately working with the SBA EIDL process, filing loans, over 200 loans. For the COVID-19 For the COVID-19 disaster, loan. correct. And You're welcome. I'll finish Linda's Thank sentences. you. <laughs> Part of our findings with the loan process was that a lot of business owners had never been through getting a business loan before. And with that comes a lot of different things that a business owner has to, what, can I stop nudging me and let me finish my sentence? There are a lot of documents that we needed to submit to the SBA and some of the business owners were like, I don't even know what that is. Take it away. Well, the business owners were, I don't know what that is. Or as mentioned earlier, I've been trying to get my accountant for a week and they're not returning my calls. Or I've got three calls into my insurance agent. Even my insurance agent doesn't have a copy of the policy. So the agent has to go back to the original insurance company. Like what? Can you put your hands on the following vital business documents in the next 15 minutes? Insurance policy for your business. Your last three years worth of federal tax returns. Your articles of formation. A DBA certificate, also known as a fictitious name filing in some states. Your IRS receipt for filing your EIN. Employer um, identification number. And last but not least, any and all professional licensing. So being in business for about 20 years, also being a licensed insurance broker, I always had folders for all these items. I don't want to sound like a big snob, but when we were kind of throwing around ideas of what to talk about and this came up, I was like, how is it possible that you don't know where these documents are? Well, we've encountered this entirely too frequently yeah. in our travels with clients, either because the SBA and their research to approve an EID loan have come back and said, oh, well, you know, I looked up your business on the state website and your business doesn't exist or the corporate name that you put on your application is not what I'm finding or I can't find it on the state website. In the cases where the client had their documentation at hand, those questions or concerns were readily 
really challenged, and we were able to provide the documents. I mentioned a moment ago the DBA certificate. Here in Connecticut, you file your DBA certificate or the doing business as certificate with your local town municipality, not with the state. But in other states, it's filed with the state. In other states, it's not called a DBA. It's called a fictitious name filing. And a fictitious name or DBA is essentially your branding name, right? Like, you know, Main Street Fast Food Restaurant Incorporated, any town USA, DBA McDonald's. Because it's a franchise and the corporate name for that location is Main Street Incorporated, but the DBA is McDonald's. These are the kinds of items that you should have readily at your disposal. The EIN receipt filing is another one. This document is, it's a little tricky because it's a filing receipt. So it, it seems like it would be rather benign, but it's crucial because it proves that you filed with the state to have an EIN number, your employer identification number, which is proof that you exist as an entity. For securing financing, this has been a key document. Some people may not know where it is. Some people didn't know what it meant. Some people didn't remember that they had one. It's been very interesting to hear. Now, well, a common response that I've gotten, I don't know where the heck that is. Right. I filed that 18 years ago. I don't know where that is, which blows my mind. It's a lot like you're not able to put your hands on your social security card. Well, I think just the flip side of this and having been exposed to a lot of people that have never been through the financing process and how arduous it is. But there are some businesses that might have happened by accident. So we understand that. And you have a skill or a craft, all of a sudden you found that people wanted to pay you money for some service or product that you have available and thus your business was born. And so maybe some of the details of organization and formation and keeping everything organized to have it available, it may not have seemed important. Like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get around to it. It's sort of like reconciling your bank statement. It's like, ugh just thinking about it is mind melting, you know, like you don't want to do it. But then next thing you know, you have to file your taxes. You're like, oh crap, I don't even know what happened the last 12 months with my expenses and my income and my reports and stuff. That's a whole other podcast. Another reason why these documents are vital is because as a business ages, people seem to forget important things like spellings of the corporate name. Oh gosh, that's right. Uh, who are the managing uh, shareholders or members of the business, you know, who's the president, we often are told, well, we don't have titles here. Mm -hmm. Except in certain states and certain types of formations, you are required to have a title for certain shareholders or positions within the business. So these items are vital, not just for a financing request, but if you're filling out any kind of documentation, that's going to be a legacy document, whether it's a mm -hmm. filing with your state or city regulator. I don't know, you're applying for a grant from a not-for-profit or a governmental agency, you're filing a tax credit, any number of things. It probably makes sense to have these items available so that you can reference them and remember if it was Linda and Trevor's Widget Corporation that on the original corporate filing, it said Linda, L-I-N-D-A, and the word and Trevor mm -hmm. Widget Corporation as opposed to Linda ampersand, ampersand Trevor. We see that kind of mistake <coughs> very often. And maybe that's not a big legal issue, but what if it does become a legal issue at some point? Well, that's, I was going to introduce a dire circumstance, depending on what type of business, if you could possibly be exposed 
opposed to someone alleging injury or harm or something. And then all of a sudden you need to defend yourself and you need to look up an insurance policy if depending on the type of insurance that could cover you to defend you and to pay out on a claim settlement. You should be reviewing your insurance policies every year anyway to make sure you have the proper coverage. That's a whole other podcast. But you want to be able to have this stuff ready so you know what are some remedies in the event there are some adverse circumstances. At the very least, when you're filling out paperwork, whether it's for a loan, providing paperwork to your insurance agency for a policy or renewal or changing insurance companies or handing in paperwork to your attorney to prepare legal documents for your business, it is helpful to have these types of items quickly at your disposal so that you maintain rather a continuity of accuracy, Mm -hmm. if you will, for all aspects of the naming and formation and licensing and so forth of the business. The trailer for this channel is a live broadcast that we did on our EIDL consulting channel. And there is absolutely for many, many business owners, countless business owners who in the process of trying to get the funding they're entitled to as a taxpayer and to survive COVID for their business, you do have to sit down and think about the things you might have dismissed as a inconsequential activity as a business owner and and being mindful of how organized you are. Every business owner that we've encountered has something they learned, whether they are taking it seriously and taking action upon it now to- You mean taking our advice. And taking our advice, right. You didn't know what a P&L is, a profit and loss, and why it's important and why the SBA is asking for it. Or like, oh, my CPA is horrible. They did these things on my tax return. I had no idea what it meant and it meant I got less money. I have said it a number of times that it's time to take stock. If you're serious about your business and and you're still in the game, you've learned some hard lessons. So put it to good use so that you can really excel. It's interesting you bring that up about, you know, my CPA is horrible or one last thought I have about why these documents are vital. It seems like a mundane and boring task to spend a few minutes if you cannot put your hands on these items in 15 minutes and you know you should after this podcast and you know possibly procrastinate it because oh my god i'll get to that i'll get to that if you attend to that kind of a basic functionality task that means you will attend to other important tasks like checking your tax returns to see how good of a job your cpa is doing or conversely how bad of a job checking the spelling of the name of your company in the tax return we see that all the time oh or the address is wrong it's really so important to it's vital it's vital That's the word of the day here. You know, I kind of feel a little bit like a, I can't decide it between a nerd or a dork because we do these podcasts and we're talking into a microphone and with each other, even though we work together and we live together and we talk to each other all day long. And yet I just totally geek out with this stuff. To me, this is fun stuff of owning, running, managing, operating a business. You do not process the EIDL loans as I do because (laughs) I consider this stuff mind-numbingly boring. (laughs) And that's my point about it is boring, but when you attend to these kinds of tasks, it, think of it like this. You're going on a road trip mm. and you do some basic things with your car, like check tire pressure, mm-hmm. make sure you get a full tank of gas. Pack some snacks. Okay. Well, that's not vital <laughs> functions, but you know, it helps you along the way. It, well, uh, if you have <laughs> snacks, then you can stop less. And the less you stop, the longer you drive, the quicker you'll arrive. It's, oh, see how crazy it is? It sounds like in my head, like this. This is all very fun to me. 
gal's name is Linda Ray, and I'm Trevor. <laughs> we are vitally interested in hearing from you. See what I did there? I see what you did there. If any little bit of information that we provide gives you just a glimmer, a glance of something that could be helpful, we'd love to hear from you. One small business at a time. Simple sense for small business so that you can have fun running your business.